0: Welcome back, Bills fans, fans of the game, fans of football. It's your boy, Jeremy Mountain, here, hosting another episode of Blue Mafia Bills. Lovers everywhere united. I'm sporting this cap here, courtesy of Queen City Vintage on Hurdle Avenue. Also sporting the local Airlines Bulldogs uh, Reebok original Jeremy Mountain. Because... Last night, I was able to embark on a football journey in Western New York. I'm going to tell you about that. I'm going to tell you what I think about last week's Bills game, and I'm going to give you a couple thoughts on what they're going to need to do tomorrow on Sunday. And we'll do a quick top five quarterback matchups around the NFL. So stick around, all right? Thanks for listening. Last night, I was able to go to not one, but two Western New York football games, supporting my hometown Maryvale Flyers who took on the Casadega Falconer Maple Grove Golden Cougars and won 13-7 a gritty victory by the Flyers they were able to come together and keep the foot on the gas pedal down the stretch and finish off a tough tough team in Casadega Falconer Maple Grove And it's interesting to see those teams have to come together and play, but I'm happy to see it. I'm happy to see football doing okay. It's sort of a hot-button issue between my brother and I on whether or not Western New York football is suffering or thriving. Uh, Each week there's quite a few blowouts, but when you see a couple of good games like I did last night, Gives you faith that football is alive and well. Lancaster also coming out on top. I believe the final is 24-20 over Canisius, a major battle. Uh, shout-out to our friend of the podcast, Sean Brusso, over there, doing a great job for the Legends. And shout-out Max Stolt, I believe his name was, quarterback for Lancaster, making a huge play down the stretch to give the Legends the victory. A couple of huge plays on the last drive. And also Dalton Harper, another impressive performance. And Justice Hill, absolute beast at Maryvale. And Will Schiller, one of my favorite up-and-coming athletes here on Blue Mafia. So that was beautiful. I was able to see the first half over at Maryvale at my home stadium. And then I took a quick cruise right down Genesee to Foil King and witnessed the... Legends beat the Crusaders with my big bro, Rye. So that was really, really cool and was just one of those nights where it was amazing to see all that good old-fashioned football. The legends, there had to be 3,000 people there. It was very much similar to like a Hoover High in the old MTV 2 days I got some football here to my left. I got a little bit of uh Jackson Dart from Kentucky taking on Will Levis from Kent or I'm sorry from Kentucky. Jackson Dart now at Ole Miss, former USC quarterback. It's a beautiful weekend here in Buffalo, despite the loss last Sunday. Hate to see Tua Tuggy take the second hit this week. We're not gonna dive down that you want to talk about it we can talk about it but obviously unfortunate to see that hopefully his career is not over Uh, but obviously Dolphins as much as they had a few days to really ride on that Bills victory their reality is set in and this is the reality that I don't like to paint a dark picture for Bills fans but it's a reality that Bills fans should be not open to, but open to the possibility of uh potential injury to a star player like Tua. So, quickly grading the mind mechanics and moxie of Josh Allen last week. His mind, you know, you gotta hand it to him. He did have 450 yards. He carried the team 90 plays. He's one of the few guys, maybe four or five, that played 100% of the offensive snaps. I thought that his mind was in the right place about 95% of the time. He didn't really try to do too much. They did get in his head, though, a little bit, obviously, with the ball grabbing at the bottom of the pile. Now other teams will probably know that that's what you got to do to get Josh Allen pissed off but maybe the henchman will be ready to defend him in that next opportunity mind I'll give him a B minus mechanics we gotta give him a C minus just because of the failed mechanics on the last play not the last play because his mechanics on the very last play were actually pretty impressive. Probably more in the moxie territory. Um, but his mechanics were okay all day. Wasn't terrible or anything like that. But just because of that last throw, we got to go C- minus there. It's the biggest throw of the game. We win. Moxie. We're going to go B- B-minus for Moxie because he still carried the team he wasn't awful he still fought like a warrior like he always does um, but ultimately we didn't come out with the win so we'll give him a B-minus there Dorsey Boothwatch, what a treat obviously it's been a few days you've all heard seen people talk about the Dorsey outburst but here at Blue Mafia, we're totally okay with it. Hopefully the run game starts to turn it around. Um, You know, that's something that has never really been a strong suit for this Bills team. People ask, why can't we run the ball? I talked about it last week. It's more of a choice. And I don't know if the Bills really want to run the ball but they're gonna want to run the ball when it gets cold out so we'll keep our eyes on that Dorsey Boothwatch, creativity 90 plays 500 yards 450 belonging to Josh Allen thought he was pretty creative but not creative enough and I thought that there was a lot of downfield route running and ultimately guys were just running people off just to end up checking the ball down. Lois did a lot of energy in that first half. Creativity for Dorsey. will give him a B minus. Effectiveness. Going to give him a C plus because the offense did have 500 yards, ran 90 plays, only put up three scores. So we'll give him a C plus there. Not the best week, but we're pretty honest here at Blue Mafia, if you can't tell already. So keep coming back. We'll grade them every week, obviously, Uh, Allen and Dorsey. Not the best week. But moving forward, looking ahead at the uh, Baltimore Ravens, obviously always a tough team. Former Bills offensive coordinator Greg Roman and his hard nose, almost like a double-wing style team. Uh, hardly any wide receivers. Rashad Bateman, good, good, speedy guy. Comes in as the quote-unquote number one receiver, but obviously Mark Andrews is their Superman, all-encompassing hero, tight end. Quick shout-out Grant Calcaterra. Calcaterra, at, um, he's now with the Philadelphia Eagles, got his first action couple of weeks ago I meant to mention that just a true warrior retired from the game at Oklahoma played with Mark Andrews at Oklahoma with Baker ended up retiring due to concussions comes back to SMU now he is in the league at, in, in uh, Philadelphia but Mark Andrews all-encompassing warrior good matchup this week for Tremaine Edmonds um, that's number one here is what's This is a Tremaine-Edmonds week. What's Tremaine-Edmonds going to do this week? Matt Milano has proven that he's a very, very, very valuable person to keep around. And I don't know what's going to happen with the salary cap, if it's going to continue to go up, be able to pay more people. But at this point, who do you rather keep, Milano or Edmonds, at some point, if it's only one of them? This is a big week for Edmonds because he matches up well, with both the elite athlete that is Lamar Jackson and also having to guard a guy like Mark Andrews, J.K. Dobbins coming back, Gus Edwards sort of coming back, I think. Um, They're still riddled with injuries. And the Ravens defensive backfield, number two here, they're kind of banged up. You're going to keep hearing people say this isn't the Ravens defense that you you know, you know once remember, but that Kyle Hamilton, I believe his name is, but the large safety out of Notre Dame, he's huge. He looks like a great Dane out there. He is an incredible football player, and he's going to be around for a long time once he figures out the game. What's Edmonds and Milano going to do to stop... Lamar, Obviously, he is the number one reason why you lose if you lose to this team. So what are they going to do to stop him? There's a lot of respect that they obviously have for him, but it's going to be interesting to see how the Bills team responds. That's number three here, response. How do you respond? How do you respond to getting embarrassed? How do you respond to being under condition. Do you just describe that? Is that heat in Miami, or do you dig a little bit deeper this week in practice? Unfortunate to see Gabe Davis may not play again, I believe. Maybe he came back too early. He didn't look that effective last week. He looked a little bit slow. How does this team respond? I'd like to see a little bit more Khalil Shakir, and uh, <laughs> Teen Wolf, Judd Apatow, Judd Nelson, Greg Kumro, but he was I think banged up too is anybody going to play this week who's going to be the guy to step up and respond and lead this team once again other than Josh Allen Von Town not a huge game last week I don't know what the Dolphins did uh, as far as protection goes but they seem to focus a lot on Von Miller Uh, obviously the Bills were still able to get to, to a and rattle his cage as was predicted in the pregame dump. I had said he's gonna be limping by the third quarter. I didn't know that he was gonna be having gross motor function issues and be possibly out of the league soon. Really unfortunate, but he played his you know, he played his tail off and I hate to say it, but the Bills didn't deserve to win last week. So how are they going to respond this week? Will they have respect for the game and come back with a vengeance? Or will they think it's just going to happen because they got Von Miller? That's it. That's all I got. I wasn't extremely happy with the outcome last week. Ravens, good team. We could be 2-2. Jordan Phillips is out. Um, Obviously, Micah Hyde's not coming back until next year, so forget about that. Get used to seeing Jaquan Johnson and DeMar Hamlin. Hopefully Poyer returns, but time to get your real fan hood ready. We'll see how Bills Mafia handles the next couple weeks because it ain't getting any easier. Chiefs, Packers, Jets, all kinds of tests in the beginning of this year. So stick around. I'll give you the top five quarterback matchups around the week, and I'll give you my final prediction on the morning of game day. I'm a pregame dump. Thanks for listening. Let's Mafia. Because of the implication. I know, because of the implication. Why aren't you him? understanding I this? I got your top five quarterback matchups of the week here. With huge implications. Potential implications. Current implications. Future implications. Playoff. Impies. Geno versus Goff. Geno Smith. I said it. I said it in the very, very beginning. Are we going to see a rekindling of Geno Smith? Don't forget he got his jaw broken in the locker room in New York. Nobody seems to talk about that. It's like he paid everybody not to talk about that. But a couple guys, Geno and Goff, coming back, back on the horse, not having fear, leading their men, being professional quarterbacks. I'm happy for both of them. Gino looks pretty good. He's all of a sudden a top 10 fantasy quarterback. Keep your eye on him. He's got weapons. He's got a fun coach. He's got freedom. Are they a potential playoff team? Are the Detroit Lions a potential playoff team? I'm going to be watching that game. Geno versus Goff. Next one. A couple of Oklahoma boys... Baker, Kyler, Kyler heading to Carolina to take on the Carolina Panthers. A couple shorties. We got some really weird matchups this week. My next one is going to be your choice. You're going to have to pick number three, but Kyler heading to Bakertown. This is getting a little questionable with the Baker uh, act and also with the Kyler act. Both guys really, really confident guys. Both guys with young coaches, college schemes, athletes around them, freedom to play as they wish. Baker a little bit more reserved, obviously less athletic than Kyler, but that one's going to be fun. Um, Baker, can't judge him on this yet, but the stats do look very similar. Uh, The main minute, Jeff Jeff Main, friend of the pod, was sort of digging at looking forward at Kyler's numbers sort of just you know extrapolating for the rest of the season and it's too early for me to judge Baker um he could still definitely become a Chase Daniels style backup but I don't think he wants to do that and I think he still may throw for you know 3,000 3,500 yards especially if they gets hot um but Kyler we'll see if he can last the year um not a huge Huge fan, but I do root for him just because he's a little guy, and he is pretty fun to watch. He's like a little, uh, little bobblehead out there. So this one, the the battle for the whitest quarterback of the week matchup, white bread week, <laughs> Carson Wentz versus Cooper Rush. Tell me in the comments who you're going to be watching. The whitest quarterback of the week. Triple threat. Carson Wentz versus Cooper Rush. Andy Dalton in London Town. Foggy London Town taking on Kirk Cousins. Or Ryan Tannehill versus Matt Ryan. Battle of the Ryans. That one's got to be, I don't know, because you got Cooper Rush and Carson Wentz couple guys just sitting in the in the deer in the deer blind chewing on some jerky that they made together Kirk and Dalton just walking around spitting out biblicals biblical chapters a northern northern general and a southern general just going over their favorite bible chapters born again And then you got Ryan Tannehill and Matt Ryan, both guys just wondering, you know, uh, how much longer do we got? Tell me in the comments which one you're going to be watching. Um, But Chiefs-Bucks, Super Bowl rematch. I'm back on rooting against Brady as a player, but as a human being, I'm sort of rooting for Tom Brady. Um, Keep fighting, Tom. But get some new spikes. I don't even know if I'm going to end up watching that one because I'm going to be so sick of just hearing the announcers vomit all over themselves talking about Mahomes and Brady. Uh. But we have one more good one, and that is the Philadelphia Eagles Jalen Hurts hosting the new look Doug Peterson visor Jacksonville Jaguars. Trevor Lawrence, a guy. Go figure, this guy can play quarterback Top top, West Coast quarterback Jesus, Sunshine, Elite 11 Multiple championship Appearances Heisman finalist Apparently Trevor Lawrence can Play quarterback, go figure um, It's going to be interesting to see if Jalen Hurts Can continue this production And to see if the Eagles Can continue to be this good I'll give you a quick pick. I only went one and four last week. I think that brings me to I'm like one game over five hundred. I'm gonna to have to double check. Well let's see. I was let's see, one, two, three, four, four. I think I was three and two, three and two, six and four, one, four, seven. Seven and eight, right now we're one game under five hundred. So let's pick these. Geno at golf. I'm going because it's in Detroit. I'm going Lions. Mark it down. Keep track at home. We'll give you a jersey if you uh, beat me for the whole season. I'll keep track starting now. Blue Mafia fans out there, all seven of you. Baker, home against, uh, it's tough. Home against Kyler. For some reason, I can see Carolina coming out on top at home. We'll pick the 931 just because um, Dalton versus Kirk in England. We'll go Kirk, easy money. Can Dalton rekindle his flame? Probably not. Maybe they'll use Kamara this week, my number one pick. Chiefs-Bucks, I'm going Chiefs. Eagles-Jags, I'm going Eagles. So there you go. We'll see how we do. Good thing we're not betting. Have a good week, guys. Go Bills. Because of the implication. I know because of the implication. I'm Why aren't you understanding this? I don't... This?